Hello, my conscious soul. This is Jay Wynn. Welcome to the Conscious Chess Podcast, where we bring inspiring individuals living purposeful lives in the hope of inspiring you to be your best authentic self. This is episode number five with Shane Bird, born and raised on a farm in New Zealand. After leaving school, he served 6.5 years in the New Zealand Army. He is now the owner and a founder of Shane Bird Coaching, where he offers hypnotherapy, mentoring, NLP, mindset, and timeline therapy. His mission in life is to release sufferings from people. You can reach Shane via Facebook at Shane Bird or go to www.shanebird.com to book in a free consultation with him. In this episode, we touch the topics of what NLP is and what's it used for, the true facts about hypnotherapy and how to realign your values for maximum growth. Here's my interview with Shane. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. If you're looking to build a business around your passion, then this program is right for you. The next program starts Wednesday, October 14th, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to www.mansimic.com slash conscious dash wealth dash building and use a coupon code conscious chats at checkout to claim your special offer you can find these details in the description of the podcast um hi shane welcome to the show and uh thank you for being here so let's cool. start thanks with, for having me let's start off with your personal history up to this point how you become a life coach and why yeah cool so um i was born and raised on a farm spent 40 41 years living and um, breathing the farm life. I did spend six and a half years in the army straight out of school, but other than that was, um, you know, lived on the farm my whole life. And I was just, um, through the farming thing, I became involved in rodeo and through one of the rodeo guys, a bull rider, a good mate of mine from Australia here, mm. he suggested um, that he had gone to a, an event called uh, Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. And when I heard about that, I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. So I went along to that event in 2015 and I hadn't done any um, personal development or anything like that before. And after attending the event, I just went, wow, this stuff is so like really, really good. And it just opens up your eyes as to what the world has to offer and the things that you need to change or can change within yourself to be able to get more out of your life. So went to a lot more of his events, um, yeah, over the next few years and then came across neuro-linguistic programming through his kind of delivery of content. And then 2019, signed up for some courses in NLP and did all those courses. And again, just got that knowledge and went, wow, this stuff's really powerful. It'd be selfish to keep it all to myself, right? So started putting a few posts on Facebook and had some people reach out and said, could you help me with this and that? And then sure enough, signed them up as coach, as clients and started coaching them. And just the results I was getting, I was just like, this is the most fulfilling thing I've done. So started that in about July last year and then decided to go full-time in January and been coaching full-time since January this year. And again, still just getting amazing results from people. And just like I said, it's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So what are your teaching modalities that you have Currently. So I use the neuro-linguistic programming and in that you learn timeline therapy and I also did the hypnotherapy as well. So I really focus on using yeah, timeline therapy for the stuff that I do, which is all based around removing the negative association you have to past events and people so that you no longer let the negative side of those things have, uh, hold you back. You, I teach, teach you how to find the positive aspects so you can move forward with a successful mindset. Yeah, so sometimes when we mention hypnotherapies to some, it has a negative connotation about it. Say, like, for example, 
So they will lose control of the mind and the body and they are put into a state of complacency and consciousness and amnesia. So are these false ideas? If so, what are the true facts about it and what is it good for? So the true facts about hypnotherapy is that you are always in control. So everyone has that negative association because they've pretty much seen it on TV, right? They've seen mm, the stage yeah. show. That. So they have the negative association through, they think they've been tricked into do something. They always have the option to do it or not. And your mind, your unconscious mind, won't make you do something that's not in line with your values or your true beliefs. So if I said, if I was to use hypnotherapy and said to someone, go out and rob the nearest bank, and they mm. didn't believe that was a good idea, they wouldn't go and do it. What hypnotherapy is good for is giving suggestions to the unconscious mind for it to take on board so then they can implement those learnings into their life as long as it aligns with their value store. Okay. The listeners out there who doesn't know what NLP is, what, what is NLP and why do we use NLP? So is NLP used to reprogram our subconscious mind? So NLP is how we use the language of our mind to get any desired outcome, whether that's a desired outcome or, or any, out, any outcome, sorry. So whether it's desired or undesired. So the, the, the mind is made up of 95% of it is unconscious. So our patterns of everything we do every day is happening 95% unconsciously, out, which means outside of our awareness. So it's like driving a car. When you, when you drive a car, you don't consciously think about changing gears, yeah. changing, using the indicator or the wipers, or whatever. You just do it like automatically, right? Mm -hmm. So like I say, everything we're doing every day is 95% unconscious. So the NLP understands how you've created those patterns and behaviors and beliefs and it teaches you how to reprogram them if they're not desirable. So if you're a successful sports person, 95% of that is unconscious belief that you can do it. If you're successful at self-sabotaging all the time, 95% of that is happening outside of your awareness. Mm -hmm. So I just teach you how to find that unconscious pattern, and then I teach you how to reprogram it. How do we find those patterns? How do we find our limiting beliefs? I find out, it's just a series of questions, and I just find out what's holding you back and what you believe about yourself which is holding you back. So the most common one is I'm not good enough, right? Like I, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough is normally the most common one. So mm -hmm. just through a series of questions, I can find what your deepest unconscious belief about yourself is. So the lowest negative meaning you would make up about yourself in any situation. And then I find out where you learned that. And then I go back and I teach you how to reprogram it based on what, what happened the very first time you learned it. Because however you learned it the first time is what has the most impact on you now. Now, you can change a belief just through constant repetition. However, it was ingrained in you such a young age. Mm, yeah. That's the most powerful part of it. So I need to go back and um, reprogram the or retrain you based on your first experience of it. So is it from your age, the age from the, from, you know, ever since you were born until about seven years old? Yeah, so that's it. They call that the imprint period. Zero to seven is the imprint period. So mm -hmm. you're in a, you're basically in an unconscious state. You know, you talk about mm -hmm. hypnotherapy hypnotherapy is talking directly to the unconscious mind. Well, zero to seven, you're essentially in an unconscious state as a child. And whatever happens, you just download it to be true. And the reason is you haven't developed the, the questioning faculty in your mind by that age. So if someone said to me before I was seven, hey, Shane, you can't ride a bike. I'd just be like, oh, cool. I can't ride a bike. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone said to me before I was seven, Shane, you can ride a bike. I would then let them teach me how to ride a bike because I believe I could. It's mm. after we're seven, we, we question, we have the questioning faculty developed in our mind. So if someone said to me when I was eight, you can't ride a bike, I'd be like, well, hang on. Other kids my age can ride a bike. How come I can't? 
and then I'd start questioning it, right? But before we're seven, generally, we just don't question it. We just go, that's, that's it. That's how it happens. That's true. Yeah. So how do we find what has happened? Because now, like, as a person, consciously, we can't think of what has happened from the age of zero to seven. So how would you bring those memory back? Like, how? Is that by tapping into our unconscious mind? Yeah, 100%. I, I use the timeline therapy for that. So I guide you back through to the past to where you believe the root cause of that problem is. And your unconscious mind always knows because one of the prime mm. directors of the unconscious mind is to store our memories. So mm-hmm. when I put you in a state where I say, okay, ask your unconscious mind, what is the first time you ever experienced the fear of not being good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Then you, your unconscious mind will unconsciously just bring up the number for you if you wow, allow if you're not yeah, yeah. interfere with it and then it might say three and i'll go cool okay let's go back and visit that memory and you'll be you you might even go oh, i don't even remember it and but as i guide you back through that process mm-hmm. i take you back to that memory and your mem your unconscious mind will recreate the memory for you and then you'll be able to get the learnings from it so you can take the positive learnings instead of the negative learnings mm. so that's why it's really important to have a coach rather 100%, than yeah, yeah. yeah. So how even we... myself, so mm-hmm. I have a coach for myself as well because okay. I, there's things that I can't see that other people will see from outside. Yeah, so how do we find the right coach for us So, it, like, in order to get the best results out of the coaching program? Well, the first thing is you, want, you need to know what your result is, what your desired result is. So find out what is it you want and then start researching and ask around, ask some people that have got the result already for themselves, who helped them. Maybe they're a coach themselves, or maybe they had a coach, Um, but make sure you know the result you want and then just do the research and find the person that's going to get the best result for you. Okay. So say, for example, if you've been struggling with relationships or romantic relationships, so can you work on that by doing NLP? Yeah, because I, I would then start the questioning process of what belief do you have around relationships? Why do you believe they're failing? Why do you, you know, what's stopping you from attracting the right person? Because that's all internal dialogue or all part Mm -hmm. of the unconscious mind of how you're behaving, right? So if your behavior is stopping you from having a, the ideal relationship, Mm -hmm. then I'm just going to, I'm just going to ask a set of questions that are going to find out what, what belief do you have about relationships that's stopping you from having that relationship? Okay. How do you currently, how are you living your authentic lifestyle and why do you think it's important for everyone to live a conscious lifestyle? Authentic you mean lifestyle. my authentic lifestyle? For yeah, myself? you're authentic. Yeah. So my authentic lifestyle is all about, I, my, um, my major question is how can I help someone help someone? Because mm-hmm. I have the belief that if I help you, mm-hmm. then it's going to change your, the way you see the world. And then you're going to be able to help someone else, right? And then someone yeah. else and someone else. So by all the people I work with, it doesn't just impact their own life. It impacts their partners, their kids, their, their fa- family in general, their mm-hmm. friendships. So I'm all about what can I learn so that I can help more people. Yeah. And my primary question in life is how can I help as many people as possible overcome past negative events so that they no longer live at the effect of their past? Mm, so I'm always learning, learning, learning. So then I can offer value to someone else. Amazing. And on your website, I saw you mentioned purpose and confidence is land skill. Can you explain to me, like, how do we learn to find that purpose and how do we learn to build up more confidence? 
Yeah. So if you want, first of all, with the purpose, if you need to, you need to have a purpose. Like if you ask someone, why do they do what they do? They go, oh, I mm-hmm. go to work to pay the bills. Well, that's not really true. Yeah. You've got to break it down and go, what, what does it mean to you to pay the bills? What does it mean to you to provide for the family? What does it mean to you to, to be able to do what you want to do in your time off? Like not, not everybody works just to work. Some people work so they can enjoy their time off. So why are you really going to work? What's your real purpose? Which really comes down to what's your why? What's your why for living? Mm-hmm. And then, so that's something you've got to learn. You've got to learn it. Cause if you just get a, a, a regular job that you're just only doing just to pay bills, then there's, there's no real purpose in that True, itself. Yeah. It, there's a deeper underlying reason why you're doing it because, um, yeah, because we can, we, we're so, so much capable, we're capable of so much more. And if we understand our purpose, then we can actually learn and give more as well. Um, the confidence side of it, that is mm-hmm. a learned thing as well. Like we're not born, we're not just born with absolute confidence and mm-hmm. there's a certain level of it but if you want complete confidence then you've got to learn to put yourself in a state where you're going to go out and achieve no matter what because if you start to doubt yourself then you're going to hold back so you want to be able to put yourself in a state of possibility and mm-hmm. and the ability to go and get whatever you want and no matter what happens you'll overcome that challenge it's about like priming your mindset really 100 percent. yeah and uh, what are you currently practicing on anything do you have any daily routines that you currently doing in order to you know live a conscious lifestyle yeah so all my clients the one thing i really install in them is a good routine which normally starts in the morning so as soon as i wake up i get up and i stretch my body and then i will uh i generally meditate or breathe one or the other for about 20 Mm -hmm. minutes or something Mm -hmm. then i read for about half an hour and then i get outside and i walk listening to a podcast on feeding my mind again so Mm. it's all about priming the body feeding the mind priming the body for the day ahead and then the day starts you know once i get back the day normally kicks off from there into the into clients and content creation and all that kind of stuff marketing if for some other people they are lacking motivation so how what's the first step they could do to find more motivation and to start instilling that daily practices in their daily lives so motivation comes from not having a high enough reason to meet your values and whatever you're doing so the first thing you want to do is find out what your life values are what do you value in life and then associate that value to whatever you're doing so if you're not motivated in your job find your highest value in life and associate that value into your job somehow if you're not motivated in doing something in the weekend getting out and going and enjoying a sport or whatever if you're just Mm -hmm. doing it your parents told you to do it, then that mm-hmm. might not be, that might be in conflict with your values. So associate your value to whatever it is you're going to go and do, whatever task you have to do, whatever, you know, whatever it is you're going to do, just associate your highest value to it and then you'll enjoy it. Yeah. How do we find... So you won't need the motivation then. Oh, sorry. So then you won't need the motivation because once mm-hmm. you're enjoying it, you don't need motivation. You're just driven to do it, right? So that's yeah. the difference between motivation and drive. Drive is you just get up and go and do it because yeah. you want to. Yeah. In terms of values, some people don't know what their base values are what are the steps they could do to find out their core values are there's there's lots of different ways one mm-hmm. thing i would really recommend is go to the john d martini website the d martini method and okay. then there, there you're in, on the john d martini website there's a link i think somewhere where you can find your values and it's a set of 13 questions and you just answer three you've got to come up with three answers with each question and then you just follow the process and you at the end of it, it don't takes like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, it'll tell you what your values are. 
Mm, it's all about it's things like where do you spend your time what do you think about what do you spend money on what do you talk to other people about what do you talk to yourself about how do you energize yourself all those, these 13 different questions here and that's really good yeah so they are like so there are different types of values they are core values and the the values that you will have for relationships or the values that you will have for a business or company so do our values change it often or do they stay with us and your values will change through life yeah, yeah. yeah your values will change just through life as you go like if you think about your values as a as an eight-year-old they're going to be a lot different to what they are That's today true. like yeah. eight-year-old you just want friendship and fun right mm-hmm. but yeah. today you want growth and contribution and security and all that kind of stuff so your values will change all the time so uh, you know like in fact that reminds me i should probably should do my values again because it's been a good six months because you even over six months you'll oh, notice really? yeah amazing yeah yeah yeah. so you just keep realigning it and then you might go oh i'm valuing this too much right now maybe i need to spend more time on this so i might be and this is a good example when i started the full-time coaching mm-hmm. i'll be honest i spent too much time on the business not mm-hmm. enough time on the family and not enough time on the relationship so things mm-hmm. started to break down there so yeah. i had to shift my time and energy and focus and conversations more to that and also but also allow the business to still grow as well so you've got to yeah it's a real good idea to do it every six months even every three months because you can just recalibrate and go oh i'm not doing this right i am doing this really well yeah that's why because sometimes like and that's why i asked i mean that's amazing how you pointed that out this um they changes over time because some people might think that if it's your core values it would just be with you like throughout your whole life but it's not the case no, and you can work on them and change them so that you like if you can identify what value is going to give you better growth in your life or better, you know, more of what what you want in life, you can develop that. What does it mean for you to live a conscious lifestyle? For me, to mm-hmm. live a conscious lifestyle is how can I give the most to everyone else as well as myself? Is, how can I look yeah. after myself? And then how can I help as many other people as possible? Yeah. Another another question that I want to ask the so is about meditation. Some people, when they try meditation, they're like, oh, it's not for me. But it's just about sitting through, even though you might be thinking like, okay, well, uh, what am I even doing? And it's just about sitting through that. But how would you motivate people who are not into, you know, mindfulness, but there's, there are good benefits about it. How can, we, how can we educate them so they can, you know, remove their negative beliefs about whole meditation and start practicing yeah well i mean i was one of those people and Mm -hmm. and on a certain level i still struggle with the meditation so what i do i just allow myself to sit and be still and i like to listen to just some soft music or something like that and i like to i just focus on my breathing when i'm doing it and then when i when i as soon as my mind starts to wander as soon as i pick up that it starts to wander and that might be after five seconds and it might be after a minute and a half i notice it's wandering i'll just bring it back to the breath and focus on my breathing and on my body and i like to um i like to i like to create the feeling of energy in my body and it starts Mm -hmm. i always start with my hand on my face my hands my face and feel the actual energy within my hands or in my face and then get to the point where i can just feel the energy through my whole body and then that for me is my meditation where I'm present with my body and feeling the whole body and the energy that's inside of it. So it's, I mean, there's no one way that meditation works okay. for people. I just say, if you're struggling, I'd say just explore different options. There's, okay. there's so many different ones out there. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, so what you are currently doing is body scanning. Is this similar to? Yeah. That's a, that's the body scanning when I'm doing the meditation process with my breathing. I use the Wim Hof method. 
which is really oh, good. Yeah, and you can yeah, just yeah, download that, yeah. you can download an app for Wim Hof or just Google it on you know YouTube and stuff. Yeah. He's got lots of different content and books. I haven't read any of his books. I've just downloaded the app and watched a few videos. But that's the breathing technique that I use because I can also do the body scan during that process. Mm. In terms of books, um, are you currently reading anything or do you have any recommendations for people who are into personal growth? I've got heaps. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I've got my bookshelf here. The um, the books that really resonate with me is understanding how the mind works and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So right now, Joe Dispenza's oh, work's really him, good. Yeah. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself was the last mm -hmm. one I read of his. And I'm currently just reading um, The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton, which okay, is all about yeah, He's quantum. amazing as well. He's about unconscious mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like incredible content there. Um, I also read another book called uh, The The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, which is by Debbie Ford. And that's all about owning your shadow. So it's okay. owning the unresolved parts of you that you're too scared to face. Because if you're too scared to face them, you're just going to repress them. So they're still going to be inside of you. And once you get, once you actually bring them up and get the resolution on them and mm. own them as being part of you, they no longer hold you back in a way. Because by repressing them, you it, it, it means you hold yourself back. How do we bring our shadows out? Like how do how do how do we find out what our shadows are? Have the conversation with your unconscious mind because it's yeah, stored oh, in yeah. your unconscious. You're saying yeah. And if you're just storing it in the unconscious, trying to suppress it, the unconscious stores your memory, so it's always there. Now, if you bring it up for resolution and do the work to deal with it then no longer is it stored in a negative way. It's stored as a positive memory so that you go, oh, that happened for me. And now I know. Now I know this for a positive reason. Oh, that's why it's really important to have a coach, really. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're, you'll probably, if you just try and do it on your own, you won't push yourself. You'll get scared of facing it and you'll go, oh, no, nah, it's not that important. Yeah. Sometimes I would like, you know, Google about it and try to search like, oh, how do we do this? And try to practice it on my own, but it wouldn't work because you're like, oh, what am I even doing? So writing down, you know, all those limiting beliefs. And sometimes like, how would I even find out what my limiting beliefs are? Because that has happened like when I was say five or seven years old, I have no memories recollection of that. I can't tap into yeah. it, you know, when I'm still conscious. Yeah. 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 So that's why you need a coach to guide you through that process. Cause you'll, the two things will happen is you'll just get lost and you'll be like, Oh, maybe that, that's not true. Or you'll reach a point where you have to be honest with yourself and you're like, I don't want to admit that and then just stop yourself. Mm. So you need the coach to push you over that, over the edge just to go, actually, this is the honest truth and this is what I need to deal with. So sometimes when you so say when you are putting your client into a subconscious, how do you, how do you get them into that unconscious state? What are the practices so, that you would do if you have to explain to the listeners? Well, with the hypnotherapy, you just use a, a standard induction for hypnotherapy and okay. that'll lower the, the weight. So that's what uh, Bruce, um, Joe Dispenza talks about is the different uh, brain waves in the brain. Mm. So from beta wave down to alpha and delta. So the induction will lower the brain waves so that you then tap into the unconscious mind. And with timeline therapy, the script, the, the script that I use is just a system. It's a straightforward system that mm. just guides you okay. through to trust your unconscious mind to give you the answers. Okay. And if you're not quite getting it, I just got, I just have some extra questions that I asked you to make sure we get all the questions that your unconscious mind needs. Oh, amazing. And uh, where can people find you? Easiest way is to look me up on Facebook. Just look up Shane Bird. Mm -hmm. um, and also I have a group called the Achievers Mindset. The Achievers so Mindset. So just okay. the Achievers Mindset. And if you look that up and just request to join that and send a friend request to me through that as well. 
And then, yeah, that's that's the easiest way. I do have my website, shanebird.com. I don't really mm -hmm. do much on it. It's just there as a um, as a tool, really. But, um, yeah, my, all my stuff's done through Facebook currently. Amazing. And before we wrap this up, I'd like to end it with three questions. So the first one is, what is the one truth about you that only you know? The one truth about <laughs> me that only I know? Oh, <laughs> that question. Um, that's a good question. The one truth about me that only I know. The truth about me is, well, I mean, some people probably do know this, but is I actually want to help people heal their past experiences. Like the truth about me is I want to stop people going through or stop people limiting themselves from past experiences. Okay, amazing. And what impact do you want to leave on this world? The impact I want to leave is suffering. Like I want to, I want to relieve suffering from people. I don't want them living in a state of suffering. Oh, that's, that's such an amazing answer. And the, the final question is I've asked you already. So what does it mean to live a conscious lifestyle, which is something that we've already covered already. Yep. Do you have anything to share with the listeners or? Uh, yep. Your past does not define you. Okay. So just because you've had a negative experience in the past, whether it's a massive negative experience or just a small one, you don't have to let that define who you are today. You can take lessons from that and use that to drive you forward so that you can be a higher power than anyone else in your world. Amazing. I love that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're leaving feeling inspired to be your best authentic self.